Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today. Gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. Today, Diane is saying that she is in a difficult season of life. Maybe you can relate. I've spoken to many women recently who are in a caregiving season of life or older parents. It's hard stuff. It's hard stuff. And so how do we continue to take care of ourselves and move forward when we're faced with these difficult seasons? And so Diane said, my current life situation is overwhelming and stressful, but it can't be changed. My self-care is to eat to relax and soothe. I end the day drained, exhausted, unhappy with myself. I guess this is more than one thing, but please help. (laughs) Oh, Diane. Yeah, I hear it. There's a bit of a panic that can happen when it feels like we can't change our current life situation. And it feels like food is all we have. In fact, that is what I said to my mom at the age of 14 when I went on my first diet. I'm like, mom, food is all I have. And it felt like it because it was dependable. It gave me pleasure. It was something to look forward to. Like I made it to the end of the day. Shoot, I'm going to have something enjoyable to eat. And, you know, there are probably things you've heard before. Find a different way to take care of yourself. But when you're exhausted and tired, you probably don't feel like it. And so one thing we could do is to look at it and go, okay, what are my current patterns? Maybe it's walking to the cabinets and snacking on some things here and there. Maybe you're helping to make meals and you're eating as you clean up the leftovers, just stressed and tired and exhausted. Maybe you're grabbing candy throughout the day, or maybe it's just in the evening time when everything kind of feels like it explodes. So rather than trying to fix it or get it completely right, because we'll never do that, could you improve upon it? For example, this may sound like the worst idea ever. If at nighttime you're just munchy and you just have this anxiety inside, yes, the ideal thing to do would be to go to the Lord in prayer and to allow him to soothe our souls. But sometimes we need that stepping stone. What would it look like to munch on some air pop popcorn, to crunch on an apple, to eat something with permission, but it would feel less guilt-inducing because we're filtering it through that old diet mindset. So switching out your food choices just a little bit, even if it's healthy convenience foods that could be a little bit pricier, it could be really worth it to have them available with an arm's reach so that when you need something, it's there. And of course, at the moment, it may not be what you want, but with some experimentation, you may find some things that are enjoyable, but they're not so moorish, meaning I ate one and now I want more, 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 as some of the processed treats are. The other thing is really mindset. And this is, this is a hard one to change. But if you were to take the day and pay attention to just what's happening in your mind, even jot it down this is so hard. I can't believe I have to do this. It's never going to end. I'm exhausted, right? Uh, My self-talk is often like, I'm never going to be able to get it done. Nobody is helping me, right? Like so dramatic. Nobody in all of time has ever helped me with the house. No, that's not true. But in my dramatic mind, it can get kind of out of control, right? So if you took some time to note the thoughts that you have, 
and jot them down. Get them out of that beautiful brain of yours and see what's happening. Because the overeating doesn't happen in a vacuum. There are things that happen prior to it. Big thing we already mentioned already, self-care, rest, right? Having that time to unwind. But if that can't change, what can? What can change is the dialogue that we have inside of our minds. So jot it down and then see if you can spend some time coming up with a biblical alternative to it. My example again, I'm never going to get it all done. I can remind myself that God knows what every day holds. And what he's called me to do, he will anoint me to do. He will help me to do it. And then I'm able to look at what's on my plate figuratively and be okay with doing what I can and trusting that because he has given this to me and because I know it is for the season of life, he's going to help me do it. Right now I'm working on writing a book, which is something I swore I would never do. I told God I was never going to write a book. It's like asking him for patience. He's pretty much already planting the seed in your heart so that you can do it. But I went to this writer's conference asking God to please slam shut any doors that he didn't want to open. And if it's doors he wants to open, they need to be flung open. And he flung them open. And now I can walk into this calling into the season of life that feels kind of overwhelming, reminded that he told me, he promised me, he made a way and he will give me the words to write. And then I'm no longer holding that burden myself and whoo, it is really good. So if you're in the season of caregiving, of helping others, of working two jobs, some ladies may be, okay, what has God called me to do? Do I believe? that he will give me the strength to do what he has called me to do. And then when it feels crazy, when it feels nutty, we kind of rest on that. And then we look at our self-talk and see if there are ways we can change it so that it will support us instead of exhausting us and making us feel like we're stuck in the victim mentality. And then we make a choice to do what he has called us to do and to find ways to care for ourselves that maybe aren't ideal, but could get you going in the direction that you want to go. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. If you're looking for an additional resource to help you get rid of those negative thoughts that lead to overeating, I've got the best resource for you. It's the 15 tips from the Bible to overcome overeating Bible study. It's five days. It's simple. It's word-based and it will transform the way you see overeating. And the link is in the description below. Oh, just one more thing I almost forgot to ask you. If you have just a couple of minutes, could you hop on over and rate and review the podcast? It turns out that they really, really value your opinion. So if you could let the world know how the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast has helped you, it will help you spread the message to other women who need hope in Jesus and food freedom through Christ. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six month deep dive, start to finish program that is going to immerse you in God's word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com 
www.ebaymom.com forward slash platinum. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.